1: <laughs> Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to this week's episode of Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Maddie Peveril with Marky D, as always. Well, maybe not always, because I was off last week. I uh, was on, on a plane. Marky D, you had another show with Jeffrey Benedict, but good to see you, mate. Good to be back with you. Yeah, you were in uh, in Japan, weren't you? I was in Japan. Yes, I was in Japan. What were you doing in Japan? Uh, I had my n- normal day job. Um I had a big we launched a big product over there. So uh, that took up my time and you know Wait, what, wait, wait, what, wait, wait,
0: wait. Normal day jobs don't go to Japan.
1: Uh like well you- I look after all of Asia Pacific, Japan and India. So like
0: Do you uh, see me going over to Uber Eats in Japan delivering sushi? <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, see- no, it's not like I went there in a day and came back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: do, you, do you see that happening? That's that's my normal day job.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. I mean, you know what's funny though? <laughs> I didn't know American football was quite big over. There. Well, like decent. Like um, <laughs> Brian Brown have been hanging with the Jets. Um, what's up? It's so good to see the fam in there, right? Like just me, Patricia, Jaredevil, Brian Brown, Reginald Rivers, Claude Bishop. Like it's awesome to just come back and you guys are all all there. It's awesome. Um, but I found, yeah, I didn't know American football was big deal. I was talking to some of my Japanese colleagues from my company, from the company I work for, and they played like American football as a kid. Um, and I was walking around in the district I was staying in and I found uh, like a full blown NFL shop, like not wow. brand NFL, but it was like all the gear. Like if you're playing like high school kids, so all the pads, all the rest of it. It was so funny as like, as a Steeler fan, I walked in there. They had an old game from college where Mason Rudolph was playing in college for the, wow. for the OSU. Rudolph and then in the other side they had a classic game that had a Big Ben on there. It was funny. I was like, "Is this a Steelers shop?" Anyway, so I brought back um a all blacked out Steelers cap. So I was like, oh, "I'm gonna have a Steelers souvenir from Japan." I thought that was pretty cool.
0: You know, you know how you said you you, you said you the family's coming in. Patricia, Jen, uh, J. Devil. <laughs> When's when in life do you ever see like 25 people just turn up at once like that? You know what I mean? When does that ever happen? Like Sorry. is this like like when in life do you ever see like 25 people just turn up for you? Do you know what I mean? I know. Is, it, is, like every, is, is every stream like a surprise party? Is that is that our theme here? Like, that's kind of amazing, really, isn't it? It's like, okay, the guy's alive, go get him. It's like rush him.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Hundred percent. No, it's just it's just nice when you like open up the live chat and it's like that. So, um, I don't know. Jerry Cherry's in there as well. So I don't know uh, who in the live chat or listening on the audio side caught the preview yesterday, or if you are listening on the audio side and you usually listen to the preview and you missed it. Uh, there are some changes happening at BTSC. Uh So we thought we'd cover that. Start off and like it's it's part of that new drive. Um, starts now for Steelers fans. So that includes ourselves as well. So mm-hmm. um, I'll just recap everything in case people kind of aren't aware of what's going on. But basically, Vox Media, who owns SB Nation, obviously behind the steelcurtain.com, is one of the SB Nation sites. There's different yeah. um, sites and podcasts for every different team in American professional sports and college Um you know, so for me, I listen to a lot of the Timberwolves, you know, content and I'm, as I'm, I'm, that's the NBA team I support and I listen to a lot of Longhorns stuff. Most people know I'm a Longhorns fan. Um, but basically Vox Media cut, a couple of weeks ago, cut 6% of their workforce and basically cut like 95 plus percent of podcasts, which means that com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, will stay um, as it is. But most of BTSC from the po- podcast or it's called btsc radio but the podcast platform and youtube platform the youtube channels will stay the same um or the youtube channel will stay the same but all the podcasts will migrate um over they'll be called in, it'll be a new name it won't be btsc but it won't be anything new that you've got to click on youtube audio side i expect it will stay, stay the same thing there will just be a name change um but battle announced announce. All that sort of stuff. <laughs> Jennifer Pursuer, Fox Media, cutting back. Mm. I, I might have, I might roll because Aussies mm. roll their F and their Bs. It's like actually box media. But anyway, um, so cut a long story short, that'll happen for almost every other BTSC podcast. Um, but Mark and I are going to be a little bit different. Um, and, and Mark, obviously jump in because this is a, this is an us. We're, thing. Like, we're leaving. But <laughs> we are great, he's ripped the bandaid off. Wait, yeah, no, 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 no. so we are gonna go out and do our own thing. Uh, Mark and I have been talking about this for probably about a season about when the right time would be to do that. Um, free agent. So, so yeah, exactly. We're free agent. We bought a new franchise, right? We're an expanded <laughs> franchise. Um, but no, this is a really cool thing. We have the full support of um, of. You know Brian Anthony Davis bad and and the and Dave Schofield and um, Jeff Hartman on this, but we are going to create a, a, a new channel. Uh, we just got to put a video up there or you can't find it, but we will try and do Steelers Touchdown Under at the exact same time every week so you guys can – and it will be called – the channel will be called Steelers Touchdown Under so nothing becomes hard. You just type it into YouTube. It'll be there. Um, and there'll be a lot more content too. So one of the things that will happen is I do – Some of you may listen to it on the audio side. I do an audio only show midweek each week called Steelers War Room, which is all about like front office and team building and draft prospects and salary cap and free agents. Um, So that is going to come as well to the new channel of Steelers Touchdown Under, but that will be broken up into new sort of almost daily content that has a war room focus. So you'll get Touchdown Under, you'll get War Room on the audio side. We will look at putting that out As well, onto potentially like Spotify and Apple um, podcasts as well. But the first thing it will start off with is just YouTube only. We have created the channel. So I know Brian Brown um, and Goodfellow, you've asked that. It is um, still a touchdown under. I don't think you can subscribe yet because we don't have it. But I. Not yet. Not yet. No, there's. You you need a video. I do love that that's the thought. It will be live from next week's show. So we will definitely have a video up yeah. there, Mark. And I wanted are going to do an intro video for that. We wanted to give it to the Steeler fans that listen um, regularly. And Sean Manahan, that's right, Holy Dooley! You'll still get Holy your- Dooley. Uh,
0: I just so- want to say too, like, there's no like bad blood with BTSC. You know, no, no, like no. but don't don't create the storylines that you know um, that that ba- that bad fired Mark or you know that we have wanted to fight each other stuff like that. We love BTSC. We're just going to go and do our own thing, basically. So, uh, And it's come time, like I guess we're now in our second year, going into our third season. So we, we, we will be third-year players. And this comes to the end of our end of our contract. Like I said, we're free agents. And then this gives op- another opportunity for other younger uh, or other podcasters to come in and, and, and fill our spot and help out BTSC as well. So we've had an excellent time over the last, I think, three years or whatever it is, um, building this up and having a lot of fun, going live pretty much every single week, talking football. Being silly having a good time and we have really I think um progressed over time as well so this gives if a chance if you know with the new btsc whatever that whatever that may be called or what happens here on btsc um if some new podcasts come around and bad gives them a chance because bad gave bad gave us a chance so this gives yeah. you know some new people a chance to which is really exciting as well so we've we're going to keep our show going on youtube and more or less when we get into the swing of things the first month or two months three months in you guys will find us somehow somewhere on youtube uh we'll hopefully you know start getting the likes and subs and comments and then creating that content that you guys want we're pretty excited man i'm actually excited for for all parts yeah the new, B- new PTC for those guys getting their own chance and for our chance too i think it's a real um it's a real good change for pretty much everyone who's involved out of a bad situation
1: yeah and, and the other thing too is for as i said for you guys is the fans. This is the best thing for you guys cuz you guys get more content. That's it, right? Like you guys get more content. Um, and so that's what we're really looking forward to. I got to echo what what um, Mark said there like you know we got a absolute opportunity. Mark and I were talking to each other still fans on Facebook. I'd been doing a couple of articles for the website but I didn't really have the time to do what I wanted to do there. Audio is much much easier in my schedule to do. Um, Mark called me and said, you want to do a podcast together. We recorded a demo tape, uh, and they planned that, you know, saw enough potential there is yeah, seventh, the seventh round draft picks under after draft picks and, uh, two and a half years later, the rest is history. So like, that's, uh. that's a cool thing. But for Mark and I, uh, this is going to help us sustainable, like create sustainable content long-term. Um, and as I said, for you guys, you get more content, uh, and yeah, you basically from next week onwards. You just type Steelers touchdown under into YouTube. You'll find it. You'll find it. It's ready to go. Uh, Mark and I were doing logos yesterday, so. Yeah, we're now pretty much set up so that we can get that first video on there and then it's live. We'll,
0: we'll be here, for, I think for the next what 3, 3 or
1: 4 weeks. Yeah, well, that's right. We're this going week. to the end of February as well, right? Yeah. So you've got you guys have got plenty of time. I think yeah, we're, the, we're not doing the old Antonio
0: Brown taking off the
1: jersey nah, and running nah, out nah, out of the it, stadium
0: man. like <laughs> like we're not saying I oh, we're quit and just see me walk out the door. Nah, we we're going over the next uh, three or four weeks because it's been it's been a really fun time to be honest. I think it's been a really awesome time, even though the Steelers haven't won any Super Bowls or whatnot, but it's been a great time.
1: We'll have to do that. We'll have to have an irrelevant podcast. Or <laughs> well, bring on Brock Purdy. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> That's it, man. Um,
0: <laughs> you know yeah. he's taking that. You know he's taking that like when he retires next year. Like yeah, he's taking maybe. that for sure. He he's, he maybe. loves that name.
1: Maybe. Um, <laughs> it's so not irrelevant anyway, like, cause there's undrafted draft, like undrafted draft picks, there's undrafted players, like UDFAs, just, right? So like, just
0: a, just a way to hype up the end of the, end of the, end of the, uh, the draft. I, I don't know. He is a good quarterback, but no, just to go back to it. Yeah. We, we, um, and, and thank you, Reginald too, uh, every single week. So we didn't just want to leave and be like, Oh, see you Bye. catcher, fine yeah. No, yeah we yeah, want to try and in, inform you guys where we are going, what's happening, um, on the journey. And it's going to be a fun journey too um to 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 build this thing um uh, you know separate from btsc but we're gonna still try and work with them in the future if we can you know maybe get a guest on stuff like that we're just not in the, the the uh the weekly rotation but it's super cool man how the and it's good good timing as well for the off season that we get a lot of time to prepare. Um you know Maddie's really into the draft and and um we got the free agent stuff we got the combines and all those kind of things coming up so we still got the Super Bowl too, so I think preparing the stuff in the off season will get us ready for a really fun, like strong season, and for, and also for Kenny's uh, year number two.
1: Yeah, and that's it. And, and Mark hit it right on the nail in the head. Like I know Mark, you've got other sorts of YouTube commitments as well, but like free agency in the draft for those that don't really listen to all the Warum show, which is all about that sort of front office and team building and stuff. That's my ball game there, right? And so we. We'll be going I'll be going pretty hard at free agency with the new channel draft. I'm gonna try and do most of the draft live. That's gonna be fun. So um yeah, it's it's as I said, more more to be announced. We wanted to make you guys aware of it as quickly as possible. You got to the end of the month. Um, and we just want to let you know that we've got some irons in the fire on it. Um and you know, things are things are cooking and things are looking good. But Mark, we are here to talk steelers, not just about ourselves. Oh, damn. Kind of <laughs> kind of been a weird week, right? Like, been a funny week, yeah. Like, um. I the senior, you know what's really interesting? I feel like rewind three or four years ago, and I would say it's just a, maybe it's just a feeling I have, but like more than half the NFL world didn't really care about the Senior Bowl. Like, it wasn't a thing, and I feel like in the last, particularly from last year onwards, it's really become a thing. Like, everyone's really cottoned onto it, and like I'm not saying it wasn't nothing before, but I just feel like the 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 I guess the priority and the emphasis and the importance placed on it just seems to have gone up a notch, right? And you can tell anyway, because the NFL um have only been doing the full like broadcasts of it for a couple of years now. And that hasn't always been a thing. So they obviously they broadcast the game, but I'm talking about all the training sessions. It's so funny you hear something every other day and like Jim Nagy, like who runs the um senior bowl, he came out earlier in the week and said it's not a story. That, a pro- that one of the guys here meets with a team. Every player meets with every team. It's not a yeah. thing. And, like, <laughs> I talked about that a little bit on War Room. It's like, duh. Like, they, it's like a, each team is a billion dollar, couple of billion dollar franchise. Like, they're not, not going to the senior bowl. They're not, not talking to the players. Like, I'm listening <laughs> to this scout book. I listened on the plane to Japan. I mean, listening to this audio book from Neil Stratton about scouting. And he talks about the fact that most scouts for most teams had the exact same evaluation on players. It just comes down uh, to, are they going to fit the culture? Do they have a good personality? Like, everything's similar. Of course, the senior bowl, they're going to talk to players. So, I guess I, I bring that up because, one, it's interesting, but two, you heard the Steelers tied to this player and talking to Darnell Wright, for example, about switching tackle spots back to left tackle. Like, and did any of the, any of this week, did, you, did anything really catch your eye about the senior bowl or do you think well, it's all there, hype? There,
0: there was one thing, but I must say, before I get into that, there, there there was one thing, but the media right now at the moment is just it it is overall speculation mode, like hundred and ten percent. No matter what happens, Mike Tomlin talks to a to a player. They go, they're going to draft him. Mike Tomlin, uh, <laughs> you know, picks up someone's hat off the ground that someone dropped, and it's like a, a you know might be a Texas Longhorn hat. And they go, oh my goodness, Tomlin's going for a coaching job at Texas. You know what I mean? He he walks past a Starbucks. Oh, Tomlin's interested in buying a Starbucks. You know what I mean? It's it's easy to. Spin that narrative, though. But what I did find, what I did really like, though, what I did really like, and, like, the enthusiasm, and I know some people aren't Coach Tomlin fans, uh, and, you know, I'm kind of over that narrative. Like, if you are, you aren't, and you are, you are, you are. Good, let's move on. Like, that's... Like, we've been fighting for this, like, this... Where's the coach? (laughs)
1: Like, unless unless you're buying the Steelers franchise and you've got a couple of Bill lying around, like... Stop wasting actually your breath. Say in the matter.
0: <laughs> Stop wasting your breath. It's not going to change. If you want to fire Tom good. We heard you five years ago until now. And if you want to keep him like me, people have been been hearing me for five years or two years. So, what I'm trying to say is I, I like I like Coach Tom And what I like about this, the I guess the, the 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 other side of the question you said is what I did get out of it was he loves football, he loves football, mm. he's around the players, he's he's coaching yeah. them, watching them. You know, he's taking his time out of his way to go down there. There's already Steelers scouts down there. And Tomlin's going to the Senior Bowl or the practices to watch these players and watch the defensive tackles, offensive line guys, and whoever. Like, he's in the mix talking to the young
1: fellas. Isn't that a refreshing mindset to know that your coach loves football? Yeah. And you know what? I get the feeling... I've noticed this more in the last couple of years, especially since Ben left this season and Tomlin standing in the game. I don't think Tomlin, even when he finishes as a coach for the Steelers, is leaving the Steelers. I Now, I know Omar Khan's the GM, but he's going to be some, like, <laughs> vice president of football or, some, of, so. or something like that. He's going to be with the franchise or he's going to have something really big in one, in the college system or something like that. Like that, he doesn't sound like that guy. He would have coached in college <laughs> if he was interested in that. I think he really loves, like... Um, what is- <laughs> <Devil>. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious when the next coach is ridiculed for winning with Tomlin's players. But it's, it's Tomlin's uh, – uh, I, I just think that Tomlin uh, – the impact that Tomlin has is massive for this franchise huge, and it goes beyond coaching. It goes way so beyond up. coaching. Like, you think about the wide receivers. Everyone keeps talking about the Steelers can turn a mm-hmm. second-round wide receiver into this. People forget Mike Tomlin was a wide receivers coach before he was a defensive backs coach. Did you see his, his, the tweet the other day? He was a wide
0: receiver player. I didn't even know that. He yeah, he was, was a wide
1: receiver for William and Mary. That's right. Got, so 20, like
0: 20, uh, 20 average yards a catch. It was amazing what he did.
1: Yeah. So I just sit there and I'm like, come on, people. Like, have a think about it. Um, Thaddeus brings up a good point. I mean, it happened this week as well. It's worth addressing. I actually watched a video on this this morning um, when I woke up, but about John Gruden joining the Steelers coaching staff. I understand why they're linking that even with Tomlin. I just feel like the Steelers don't need distractions and I feel like that would be yeah, a distraction.
0: I, I, I agree. I, I, I still think he's going through that email stuff and whatever, you know, he's, he's fighting the league oh, and whatnot. Yeah. So so he can sort that out. Uh, I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. But it's funny you say like, you know, it if, if Tomlin, you know, stays with the, the organization, you know, even if they get rid of him, I could see him coming back as, you know, Steely, Steely McBeam. You know, tryouts like he'll still be some way involved in the organization, you just won't know he's there. But you are right. How many people would that piss off? How funny would that be if if they're like, by the way, uh, the new VIP of operations is Mike Tomlin for the next 10 years? We'd be like, that's
1: a hundred percent where it's going, man. It's a hundred percent where it's going. Like, and if people think any differently, like silly, man. It's silly. What story. I'm saying? Um, it's a, it's about time we just go, look, okay, we
0: understand you don't like him, you don't like you don't like the fact we're losing playoff games, you don't like this, you know, you want to fire him fair. Okay. But the other side of the coin is too a lot of people love and support him what he does. I, I love the way that he coaches, I love the way that he play, that he um supports his players. And yes, we went nine and eight, but I love the way that Najee loves him, that, that Cameron Haywood sticks up for him, that the team gets around him, and, and every single year we have a chance in the dance, right? And going back to the senior bowl, I love the way that he's standing around coaching the young players. Imagine being a young college player, and Coach Tomlin walks over, a legendary coach, fifty years old for the Steelers for the sixteen years. That young player isn't going
1: fire Coach Tomlin; they're going, "Wow, what can I but learn I, I, from Coach I, I, You know what I was thinking about it this week, right? I've used this analogy before, so I ca- like I'm a casual fan of. I was used to watch it a lot more than that I do now. I don't have the time to watch every sport all the time, but like. Arsenal in the English Premier League soccer and they have they had a coach called Arsene Wegner that got them to the Champions League every year basically the like the getting them to the playoffs and they sacked him because all the fans got crappy with him and, and cranky that he, they weren't winning the league every year and then they've gone absolutely the last five six years with that not happening they've, or five points four and a half five seasons and they were they stunk absolutely stunk they were top of the league now they probably should win it but it, but he also, he was paying off the new stadium that they had, so they couldn't invest in players. I compare that to Tomlin with Ben. Ben never took unders for this team, right? I love Ben. I'm not criticizing Ben. I'm just saying, like, and I, I love what he rep- Like you know what he did for the Steelers. Uh, you know, off the field, who know, who knows about this stuff? But my point is, you look at Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. Tom Brady and I. Uh, like he took unders, I think that this, the Patriots broke the salary cap rules and they've invested in his company. And like I think they they dodged it, but for all intents and purposes, he took less of the salary cap. Mike right. Tomlin had a job to do and build a team around a massive weight on the salary cap on at a time when when quarterbacks as well had a much higher percentage of the <laughs> salary cap than like other other players. So I, I just sit sit there and I'm like, you know. Tom wants a peacock media making you have to bring this one up. Sorry, Jennifer, to cut you off. Sorry, I'm gonna let let you finish, Jennifer. Uh,
0: you have to. This is from Jaredevil says Tomlin isn't an X and O's coach, proceeds to have 16 straight winning seasons or 16 non losing seasons, right? And you know what? The only only difference between the non losing and 16 winning is three games. Three games, three games goes his direction. What about, but what about? I told you,
1: but remember, I told you, like, as we were coming close to getting a winning record, I said. Mike Tomlin has never finished last in the AFC North. Never. Never. That's the brown spot. Well, oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah so- I'm serious, so. He's never finished fourth. He's never finished fourth in the, in the, in the AFC North football. So, anyway, I don't know. I just think that's interesting, like that, that Tomlin narrative. Um, but going back to, I mean, we're talking about this with Gruden. I don't see. I, I just don't see that happening. I don't know why they need to do that. I think there'd be other... If you were wanting to do that heavier, And why would Gruden come in not to be the OC either? Like, I don't know. It's, like, a, it's a big lesser... Yeah. It's a lesser role from being a head coach.
0: You know, and having... He, Gruden wants full control. Does he want to just be the guy, you know, the left... I don't know, the the, the assistant? No, I don't think so.
1: I, I think he wants to be a head coach. If he ever I does, think Gruden's he, got a bit more... If he's going to be you know, have a presence back in the league, he's probably got to be put out to pasture for a little bit longer. Like exactly, exactly. In the doghouse for a couple yes, more years. could name for a little bit more? more, more the
0: only positive that Gruden coming in would be, with you know, Matt Cunningham would get another play, which would be so, spider to Y Banana. Like, that would be the, another play that he could use, um, along with his jet sweep. So that's but also, why like don't nine we keep plays. bringing assistance, right? Like, I get Flores,
1: uh, and I think that was helpful because, particularly because Austin is a secondary more of a secondary-focused defensive coordinator. But, and he was available. Like, you bring Flores in, he's available. But that's an unusual scenario. The stopgap for the Steelers shouldn't be, oh, we don't sack any of the coordinators, but we bring in the assistants. Like, if Matt Canada can't do the job, get out. Like, if the mm. kitchen's too hot, get out of the kitchen. Like, I don't, I don't understand that narrative of we're just going to constantly bring in an assistant. I get maybe bringing in... Left, which just from the quarterback scenario, when you've got Kenny Pickett as a rookie, like you know he'll be going to his second year. I kind of get that, but I don't get someone like a Gruder necessarily. Like, yeah, it didn't, it doesn't make sense to me. But it's a great question from Thaddeus. Um, <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer <laughs> Brooke, I will pass just like line Yeah, that's dog man. I can't Yo, believe hey, I, hey, I, when I heard that, and TJ Yo. handled that question very well. He did a show with CBS Sports you know Radio, and he handled that very well. They were like, do you get a decision in this sort of stuff? He's like, I try to keep quiet during the offseason. I mean, T.J. Watt is just pure class. They're not bringing Character. Taylor LeJuan in, in.
0: You know what's uh, interesting about this, right? I think T.J. Watt handled the whole situation with the, the spitting incident from day dot till now. I never heard about the, the, the spitting incident till now. That means yeah. T.J. Watt never brought it up. Nope. That shows you how much of a class of a man that TJ Watt is. I respect him even more now. TJ Watt, if he was, if he was, uh, if he, he, according to him, he was spat on, right? Therefore, after the game, he could have said something. And I never heard it until five years later when he apologized yeah. for it. So therefore, therefore, I think that shows how much character TJ Watt has in that situation. Yeah. That he didn't, didn't even bother. He said, you know what? He's not worth my time. And the fellas asked him three times to go on his podcast. Like, not going to happen. So yeah, I respect uh, TJ um, for that scenario much better now than 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 than, than ever before.
1: Yeah, oh, I, and, and sure. also
0: you don't do it. You don't like it, like you don't. I would rather be hit in the face, uh, than be spat on. I think that's so degrading if for any person, man, woman, cat, dog, whatever. You know what I mean? It's degrading. You don't do that. That is the the lowest of all lows to do that to another human.
1: Yeah, I, I don't – I don't know what brings that out in people either. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand – yeah, I, I think that's – you know what's low about it is you can't – you know, if someone pulls a fist at you, like, you you know it's on, right? But something like a spit is uh, – uh, we don't need to get into that. I just, I just think – I mean, this was before COVID as well, but, like, I, I – I don't understand. It's professional football. Like you get paid. X it just number shows amount per you year. how much. But you know it... as well. Like spitting in some countries, in some states, and within countries, is a much bigger assault offense than it is to um, punch someone. Because if you've got an infectious mm. disease that's sp- like spreadable by saliva, that that's a serious assault. Like that's that's a big deal. Like you don't. Yeah, I I, I think there's got to be more looked into on that one. I'm sure it's been done for you know since the NFL began, but I'm just saying like, that's a big deal. And he's, you know what? I don't want Taylor Lewan coming because he's so like, he's stupid in the head. Like he'll just commit Mm. like to me, he'll commit penalties because he might do this to someone else in the future, but also he can't read the room. If you did this, you don't go talk about it. He made a joke about it on the radio. It's not funny.
0: It's didn't didn't he pretty either. much – he started – him and his podcast pretty much started the own rumor that he was going to Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, because he
1: put that photo up on Instagram. So he, he – was it wasn't Jersey. any
0: Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steals media. It was his own team starting, hey, by the way, then you left tackle. What about you go to Pittsburgh? Oh, I like Pittsburgh. It all started. And then, and then near the end of it, he uh, it came out two days ago with the, with the apology, the half-ass apology, and now here we are. Because I, I would have been okay, him coming in, but at the same time, probably not because why would you want to sign a one-year deal there's not, not not a future at left tackle. You're better off staying with Dan Moore, or getting someone through the draft, or getting someone who wants to be there more than yeah, one we want to get
1: we want to find young solutions for the next five years for Kenny Pickett <clears throat> that are cheap. We don't want to bring in someone like a Taylor one that just perpetuates the problem. And I don't trust him. The guy has the guy cannot read a room. His his general awareness is very low. Like was rated on an A to F scale, it's like E minus right now. He's got no idea. Like. Beautiful, beautiful well,
0: if stuff. TJ Watt doesn't want to do a podcast with him, then I don't want him on my team. That, that's that's pretty much it. But if he does join this dealer somehow, then I will swallow my pride and try and cheer him on. But
1: I doubt but it. I not I'm a different. I'm a different fan. <laughs> I doubt it happens. Can take a hike. Um, <laughs> 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 along with Jameer Jones. Uh, did we notice that? No, Jameer sure. Jones and Quincy Roche is back. Oh wow! Oh, I'll oh yeah. What, you you didn't. You didn't get the news for that, did you? You were in Japan. I got the news over there, but I haven't had a chance to talk about it, so oh. I'm just going to say that. Um, I think Thaddeus Dars <laughs> will, like, uh, TJ will get Derek. Rittler. I don't want to bring back D-Watt. I think he's too expensive. But bringing up D-Watt, I saw a comment. I don't know what other Steelers show I was listening to during the week, but I saw a comment from an, a fan, and it said, I want them to get rid of D-Watt and convert Kendrick Green to fullback. Because he's oh. athletic and he's big. And I sat there and I thought about it. And I was like, I've not heard anyone suggest that. And maybe that person got it from someone else. It kind of made sense. It's like, give him a last, you know, a last go at being a Steelers player. I was like... He'd be a big fullback. One. Yeah. Well, Patrick Ricard, though, for the Baltimore is like 300 pounds.
0: Yeah, right. But who's going to play then, I guess, teams? Oh, they'll find yeah. other teams,
1: guys. It's not about that. But I think Connor Haywood's the future of the Steelers' fullback role anyway. Like the yeah. I was coaching the team. So you don't
0: think players. they're going to sign Derek Watt again? You don't think they're going to sign him because the TJ is going to be there? Not one more year, maybe a two two-year two deal?
1: Not at the money that he was on this year. And why would he make less? He's got a young family. Well, That's true. To him.
0: So then, so at fullback position, then what do they, What happens then? Do they they more or less just play? Why Haywoods are the
1: narrative that you get a fourth tight end and then Connor Haywood covers some of it? From the running perspective and the catching perspective, and then you figure out special teams elsewhere. Um, I don't mind that option.
0: Who's that? Who's that big tight end in the draft that people have been talking about? Um oh, like there's six, a few big
1: guys. A he's few like six guys.
0: foot six. Uh, Wash is it Washington? Uh, it is.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a guy that's two sixty pounds that was going to come out last year that was two forty five pounds. I'm just having a mental blank um, on his name. That he's he's really he's really changed up. Um. Yeah, Darnell Washington. So what? If, what if they?
0: What if they did this? What if they went and they went and signed Gentry to be one, two, or three? They got the Darnell Washington to be rookie, uh, tight end. If Derek Watt does go, you convert Haywood to fullback in that role.
1: Yeah, that's what. That's what I. That's what I'd be doing. That's what I do on Madden.
0: (laughs) That could be like, because I think there was an interview with Zach Gentry on the Pittsburgh Steelers the other day, and he talked about how like they're trying to figure out a way that he can stay. Um, Of course, Gentry and Moof like each other. There's there's a good bond there. So there's another key why he would probably stay. He's a good blocker. I I just think that you
1: need uh, that, that. We're talking about a block, like two blocking tight ends there. I actually think we need another more receiving tight end because what happens if Pat Fremuth gets another concussion? If he gets another concussion, he could be out for like four. But is, to isn't eight that weeks. why you would
0: go and sign uh, Darnell Washington? He's an even more of a receiving tight end, or not?
1: Well, he's six foot seven and two hundred and sixty nine pounds. Like you can catch the football, but there's other guys. Mm. There's other guys that I'd go after. There's Who's eight, the other boy? There's, there's
0: another guy called the, the Myers dude. Uh, yeah. The
1: yeah. There's a few. Yeah. There's like let's say there's a there's a few guys. Um You've got Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame, but he's going to go unless the Steelers pick him at seventeen. He's going to go way before that. I'm interested in watching a bit of tape on William Mallory out of Miami. He's on my list. Um, Clemson's Davis Allen is someone that I think could be an interesting one. Um, but I Tucker Craft out of South Dakota State was another guy out of my list. Um, yeah, like, but I mean the one that I think is bank money is Dalton Kincaid out of Utah, but I think he'll get picked way before the Steelers want to pick a tight end unless they are prioritizing the position in the top, you know, two rounds, but I don't see it. I think there's too many. Though, on do, the you, line. do you think they sign, they sign
0: Zach Gentry, then they go Muth and Gentry and then bring in a, someone else. I think they're going to,
1: but I think, I think they're going to, and I'm, I'm a fan of it, but I don't think Steelers fans are going to like the number that Gentry gets. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like people are going to be like, why are we paying Gentry that? It's but I, need, considering what we paid Marcus Allen this year. Does Gentry then need
0: to be more involved in the passing game to, you know, get targets and stuff like that? Or can he just be that blocking
1: guy? I think he can do. I, I, I don't. I think he's done it. I think he's proven if you've got to get him the ball, you can. But mm. to me, he's, he's never going to be more than your backup tight end. That's why I think you need someone else out there. And like also, I mean, I think they'll sign re-sign Muth, unless there's the concussion issues, which would be really interesting considering Lodarius Green and that situation. But what I would say is that like you still need someone to back free up. And the best way to do that is do it in the draft because it's infinitely more cheaper than it is to get a like because mm. I feel like tight ends are a bit like safety you've got your top 15 to 20 guys in the league and then there's a massive gap with everyone else, right? Particularly what the Steelers ask where you've got to be able to block. Like how much criticism did Ebron get because the first year we had him, he couldn't block. And so this is the thing. If you get a rookie in now when you've got two guys that are comfortable and kind of three because you've got Hayward as well, you can bring in a guy that might not be the best blocker. He might be good at the other, you know, the vertical. He might be good at route running or um, you might get a guy that's, can make every catch and catch in traffic, but and he can block, but he's not the best route runner. You've got time to get them there. I think that's that's a cool thing. And they've got time to learn from Mooth, they've got time to to learn from. I think that, um, uh, Eddie Faulkner's the running back coach who's the um, I mean, mental blank on the tight end coach, but I love the tight end coach for the Steelers. I think he's really, really good. I really like some of, some of his takes, it- like the commentary. Is it Alfredo Roberts? Who's that? Alfredo, player? Alfredo, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. that's right. Um, I haven't had enough coffee this morning, but um, yeah, I really like Alfredo Roberts. I think he's done a great job with that room. So, yeah,
0: what a first oh, name, Alfredo. 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 Alfredo, isn't isn't that is a pasta sauce?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Brian Brown talks about defense. Yeah, I'm. I, I look. I talked a bit about that on this week's Steelers War Room. I talked about two prospects in Drew Sanders and Jael Skinner. I talked about it on the previous War Room as well, so you can go back to listen to those. Drew Sanders, I just got to say, like he's number forty-one with the Draft Network. Daniel Jeremiah's top fifty he has him at thirty-three. I'm picking. I am picking him every time if he's available at forty-nine for the Steelers. But I'm. I I wouldn't hate it if the Steelers pick him at thirty-two. Drew Sanders out of Arkansas. That guy is a weapon i got, I got a name
0: for you. What about the uh, – I've heard this name a fair few times. Uh, oh, where is it? I just lost it. Hang on. Siaki Ika from Baylor. Pittsburgh Steelers. DT. The DT. I'd, yeah. I'd,
1: but, yeah, I think he's a great name, but I think he's going to be off the board soon. And to Steelers fans, what do you think we need more, a defensive tackle or a linebacker? That's a good question. It's a very good question. And if you cut Jack, right – You've got more than enough money to to get it. You could bring back Javon Hargrave with that money. So,
0: you mean uh, Super Bowl MVP Hargrave? gonna yeah.
1: win. He could be. He could be. <laughs> and they're gonna need yeah. Capron too. They're gonna they're gonna have to cut him because they're gonna have to sign other people. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. What well, any other narratives that you heard the, before we move on to? We've got to take. We, yeah, we haven't taken
0: um, narratives, eh? Oh, what's going on?
1: No, I'm, I think I'm fresh out, mate. All right. Well, with that, we're going to go Look. to a break on Steelers <laughs> Touch Down Under. Join us for part two. We'll be back in just a couple of seconds. Those listening live, just hold on for three or four seconds. And we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matty Peverell with Marky D, Marky Davison. As always, hey, going, mate? How good's how good's blocking people,
0: eh? It's just amazing that the power that I have on this old internet platform. You write something silly. You're gone, mate. You're gone. You're back to the pavilion. I'm doing pretty well. Now, Brian Brown, we talked about
1: Mars Jack right before the break. Yeah, I, I think I think they'll bring him back too. I just don't think there's some money there. Um, but again, you can afford to bring Mars Jack back if you if you Trade off Trubisky. He
0: was a leading tack, uh, sec, leading the leading tackle, uh, second leading tackle or the second in tackles, right? So maybe they will bring him back and, and pair him with Spillane oh, next to him. Yeah. I'm not too sure, but you are right. They might go to to be the linebacker. But the the, the needs I've seen is, is cornerback, nose tackle, and I guess yeah. Well, I've been linebacker. saying cornerback
1: forever, man. Like mm. I just said on the preview last night, I've been like I've been saying this since literally February, <laughs> February 2022. <laughs> we need a freaking <laughs> cornerback, like. I just don't know, and Steel fans might not like this take. Uh Dana Jeremiah had him at 16 in his top 50, so it kind of aligns with the Steelers' 17th pick. I'm not convinced, though, on Joey Porter at 16. 32, I'll take him. But I'm not convinced on Joey Porter at 16. That's the only thing. I don't That's what think...
0: they're saying. Uh, Mel Kyber Jr. had him in his mock draft 1.0, so the first of about 38 yeah. uh, that Joey Porter. He does more mock
1: the- drafts than I do.
0: Yeah, they are just like their brains is never stop. So they reckon they're going to give Joey Porter at uh, seventeen. So yeah, I I, I kind of see what um what Jet Devil says too. Like let's go to the trenches, right on both sides, mm. the op- op- offense or defense. We saw we saw that the Steelers defense last year definitely picked it up in the run defense. And they had a better uh, better run from the buy. So you go mm-hmm. and get a young talent there that can get that can be uh, a force and can learn behind some of the veterans like T.J. Watt, Cameron Haywood, Minka in that defense. What, how good would it be for a rookie? We, we got the rookie stuff last year with Kenny Pickett, Naji, and, and Muth. If you go and get some young defensive players that can learn this system, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. So I wouldn't mind seeing Nose Tackle or something like that.
1: Yeah. I just, do you know, if they're going to do that, I think Brian Breesy is starting to fall. I saw an article that had him, Steelers picking him. And that's funny because he was like a top 10 pick for most people, but he's really falling. And if he's going to fall, I think he's going to fall. Harder than... Like, he's going to fall out of the top 10 like Liao did. I just don't know whether you pull the trigger on that. Like, he was 43 in DJ's top 50. Um I don't know, though. Like, I think... If there's a tackle there seven at 17... Like, think about Christian Darasol that was picked before Najee Harris at 23. Like, you think about some of the tackles that have been taken in the last few years. I don't... I think... You're gonna go get a tackle with that early pick over getting a defensive. Unless you're getting like someone that can rush the passer on the edge, you're not getting a nose tackle at 17. I just don't think that position is as highly, you know, drafted as it as as um you know it might have been previously.
0: So what, I don't know. Uh, what That's about, just my view. What about this name? I like the names, you know, because I'm you know, trying to buy the jersey. What about Peter Skoronsky? I mean, oh, I mean, he'll be
1: gone before the Steelers pick. Also, For- I'm not as big a fan of him. I don't think he's. I think he's more of a guard. I think he's like Elijah Vera Tucker. I think it's very different to. Um, I think Paris Johnson's definitely a tackle. Obviously, the one out of Ohio State. But I and you've got Project Jones. I think Skronski through the combine through a pro day. Um, I I don't know if they're going to line him up there in the Senior Bowl game as a guard or not as well. But I I think he's a guard at the next level. I don't think he's a tackler. A tackler. I don't think he's a tackle. <laughs>
0: He'd be a good name for a jersey collection, though I reckon.
1: Oh you know, yeah, yeah, maybe Skoronsky.
0: Steelers
1: Skaronski, that'd be good. Steelers Skaronski. I <laughs> know <Anyway>, any <laughs> other like sort of names that you wanted to, wanted to talk? About?
0: I'm literally just googling them because I don't know who they are. Yeah, and I'm like enough. I'm trying to find the funniest names.
1: Uh, what about the?
0: Hang on, I had another one before. Uh we could put these guys on the wheel. You know, that would be a good good idea.
1: Oh, we should. We should, bring out, the wheel. should we
0: bring out the wheel. It's out, but it's not the draft wheel. I probably, If I had time and I was more, you know, enthusiastic about, it, I probably could have done it. Uh, there was another name I found was uh, where was it? Uh, someone two or something like that. Henry
1: two Henry Toto from yeah, Alabama. Yeah, let's linebacker. get him, man. Yeah, I liked yeah. him at thirty-two for the Steelers, but like, I now. I'm on the Drew Sanders train, man. I think this guy's a gun. I think it's going to be like a Chad Moon Devin Lloyd like last year. I think, I think Drew Sanders is like the guy. I think he at is 30, at 32 or 17. Oh, uh, you're not, you're not picking him at 17. That's that. Unless he has, an, unless he runs like a, he's not going to, if he ran like a 445 at the combine, maybe he's him, a top 20 draft pick, but I don't see it. Uh, he's a linebacker. They don't, they're not getting drafted there. I don't think Harry, I don't think, um, Toto is going to get drafted in the first round either. I, I only, I think Nolan Smith will be one of the few linebackers um, along with Trent Simpson um, that gets drafted in the first round. They're the, they're the only guys I can see at this point.
0: Yeah. While, while we're on the draft, what are your thoughts about um, that receiver that everyone's linking Addison to Kenny is that, is that possibility or is that just smoke? Oh.
1: I think he's gonna be there at seventeen, which is like I kind of would say it's equal chance with Porter. But like, I kind of is Addison a nice to have or is he in need? And I don't, I, I don't. To think me to me, that depends on whether you're trading Deontay Johnson now. If they wanted to trade Deontay Johnson for like second and third round picks. Take the five million dollar, five point eight million dollar cap hit or whatever it is this year. I'm cool with Addison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. But if I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not drafting Addison if Deontay Johnson's on the roster. I don't know why you do that.
0: We have a lot of receivers, man. We think about it. We have a lot of guys already on the roster. Anthony Miller got signed. I don't love everyone on
1: the roster, but
0: yeah, I'm just saying we have them. We have. uh, I don't know why. As I say, it comes
1: to need versus want. Like you'd want to know. Put it this way: Look at the Bengals. They brought in Jamar Chase. Yes, the Bengals have won more games. They couldn't win a Super Bowl because they couldn't keep Burrow upright, right? Do we want to make the same mistake, or do we want to fill in the O line first and then go get get the wide receiver?
0: It'd be fun to 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 boost the O line and get a real big guy, like a real run. Then
1: trade Deontay, Deontay Johnson for a gun tackle elsewhere in the league, or trade him to get three two to fourth round draft picks so that you can then get the next you can get the future of the O line. That's all I'm saying. Right. It's like
0: because yeah. Im- imagine seeing the run game improve even more since last year. Like it, it really improved from, from the bye. Um you know getting the longer, longer runs and TDs and, and putting points up. I think
1: it'd be really fun. Also, like Brian Brown brings up, Addison didn't have that good a year at USC. Like I didn't have that good a year at all. So um, that is us, Mark and Matty. Um, what's your outlook at the quarterback position for next season? Oh, okay, well I, well, I think they're gonna get they're gonna trade Trubisky, like, and you would, you don't want the cap hit. Um, this is just my opinion. Um, uh, and then Mason Rudolph, I'm happy for them to bring him back. I don't think he wants to be back. I, don't know I think he's gone. Losses. Yeah, I think so, I think he'll find a new team. They're going to have to go get a veteran. And then I I think they're drafting someone in the sixth, seventh round. I think that even then maybe in the fifth round, if someone falls to them. Um, But I did hear Malik Cunningham had done, had a pretty good senior bowl, but he's probably going to go undrafted. Um, There was a guy I saw out of Fresno State. I could see him if he doesn't rise up the board. um, being. Tell you what they're going to do.
0: Rudolph's going. Uh, they're gonna trade or get rid of Trubisky because it's not gonna work out because he's not a stealer. and they're gonna bring in Minshew Mania and then draft someone. That's my that's my pick. <laughs> yeah, Jake his, uh...
1: Jake Hainer I think is is the guy in the draft. I want to watch some of him because I heard he had a pretty good senior bowl. So, um... but I reckon there'll be a lot of moving uh,
0: around the quarterback position. I, I think Mason Rudolph is. Probably gonna test free agent and go find a new team if it's for a backup or to be a starter somewhere if you if you get that, that opportunity. And I think I think Trubisky's not done being a starter either. Somewhere else he'll go. So I think the Steelers will have well, Trubisky's
1: a, a good good for a team if they're going to draft Bryce Young at, at, at the Texans. Why wouldn't you bring in like a Trubisky to be a backup there, mm. right? Like that just makes yeah. a bit more sense, right? Yeah, so.
0: I, I don't think he sticks around unless they he's, he's happy to be a backup because we all know Kenny Kenny's going to be number one.
1: Well, you know what I'd do? I'd very easily trade uh Chubitsky for Davis Mills. I'd do that in three seconds.
0: Hey, by the way, look at this picture of Arthur Morgan there at the old Heinz uh, Field. That great, that great picture. That's, That's fantastic, an awesome picture. Uh
1: um, um, and, and
0: yeah, you, would, yeah, would you would you bring back uh Josh Dobbs? Arthur says. Oh, I
1: know you would, Mark.
0: Yeah, I like him. He's a good guy. I'd bring in. I'd bring in Brissett actually before Josh Dobbs. I like Brissett better. I think I, I, think I would bring back
1: Dobbs. I don't think Dobbs is our number two. I'm bringing back him as a three to help Kenny Pickett, like particularly with Matt Canada. Like I think I'd that would that. be helpful. But I <laughs> so don't him, him start calling the plays. <laughs> yeah, maybe Josh Dobbs is the next offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, I I don't know. I'm I'm not. I'm not sold on Dobbs being a being able to win you five get four to five games, which is what you need from a number a good number two in the league. I I think Rudolph would benefit from having a veteran in there that can play when he needs to, but knows that it's Pickett's team. I just think that that's valuable. I, I just I think that's what Pickett needs right now. Um, he'll be a better player for it in the future. So. It's
0: going to be um, something to watch for sure in the offseason when it starts kicking off, like where does Mason go and then, where, and then what happens to Trubisky, you know, and then, of course, you're going to have two free spots that the Steelers need for for backup because Kenny is the guy right now. So they're not going to go and draft a quarterback <laughs> over Kenny. They're not going to go and trade for uh, another quarterback or bring Tom Brady out of retirement. They're going to go wow. with Kenny Pickett. So it's going to be that, – that's why I think is the best, the best part about this whole thing. That's uh,
1: so why I think Andy Dalton is kind Andy of – Andy Dalton? Thing. Yeah, I, I know, but I think Andy Dalton knows the AFC North <clears throat> and his experience there. Like Andy Dalton
0: as a as a backup,
1: the Red Rifle yeah.
0: in Pittsburgh. Yeah, wow, that's in, yeah. Uh, I know,
1: I, I know. It's it, you know why though. To me, it's the experience, and he knows AFC North football. Like, I, I you just, know what? I, he did. He did um, do okay with the Saints. Like yeah, he had 2,800 be- yards last year, 18 TDs, nine interceptions. Like, yeah. you could do a lot worse at number two. Yeah. You are right. But he's 35. That's the reason why a lot of teams aren't going to want to invest in him. Honestly, I, I I think, yeah, I think someone that understands AFC North football that can come in off a dry and win you. Like, he, he can win you a couple of games. That. Imagine seeing Kenny Pickett, Andy Dalton,
0: in a steel uniform.
1: I prefer Dalton than Keenum.
0: Yeah, right. How old's Keenum? Like 30-something, too? He'd be
1: 34, I think, as well. Right.
0: Now. I think we've got to start to think, though, what connections does Mike Tomlin and Matt Canada have with other players around the league? Not, not just, pick, you know, cherry-picking. Oh, I, I don't want Matt
1: Canada tree, though. Ugh, but it's, 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 it's,
0: who, it's who do they know, right? Who, what other quarterbacks do they know? So, But Tomlin pretty much knows everyone. So he might, he might be able to go, get, get Joe Flacco. <laughs> oh, he can't even win a game against the Jets. Wow, with the Jets, we're not getting
1: Flacco. I'm not getting Flacco.
0: Oh, Flacco! Wow.
1: Case Keenum is 35 as well. Um Geno that's Smith. I, no. That's that's I, I, I like. Taylor. My my favorite backup would be would be Taylor Heineke. I would bring in Taylor Heineke. Yeah, he's got a bit of a uh, bit of muscle about him, hasn't he? He's yeah, got a bit and, and he will win you a few games. Mm. I bring back uh, if I, if I had my choice right now, he's going to be cheap. He made 2.35, 375 last year you bring in Taylor Heineke on a two-year deal at $4 million a year. And then he knows he's back up, right? Even if Kenny goes down, he knows he's back up. No controversy,
0: yeah. none of this no. stuff. I don't want to hear it, at Pittsburgh Steelers Media. If he comes yeah. in, there's no
1: going for number one. No, he's number two. I also think, like, in terms of running around and all that sort of stuff, yeah, I, I that's... that's. And I said, the, I actually, this isn't a new take. I did say this a few weeks, well, it was part of a month ago. I think we came up in um, for us as well. But, yeah, I... I'd bring back. I would bring in Taylor Heineke. I'm. I'm a fan. Of him, I think. Yeah. For uh, what I'm this just, does, and he, just, had, and he had, and he had, and he 1859 yards. So he had 1850 yards this year. 12 TDs, six interceptions. I like it, man.
0: I'm just saying, whoever we bring in, or whatever happens at number two, I, there did not be a story written by anyone about this quarterback controversy. No, there is no Kenny controversy. Pickett. It's Kenny Pickett's time. It, it's the only and controversy is man. why
1: that person ha- thinks they've got the credentials to write an article. About <laughs> <the Steelers. laughs>
0: Like, we've got to build around his play. He, he he proved it game by game that he's getting better, and now with a full off season, I think Kenny Bick can take over. Man, I think it's he can start to build off this.
1: <laughs> Maybe Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he'll still carry his contract, so. Let's ride. <laughs> I know everyone's vomiting about Dalton. I'm just saying, there's a lot worse quarterbacks we could have at number two that are old out there.
0: So it would look funny, that. wouldn't it? And and andy Dalton is. Uh, I think he looks up. odd.
1: I think he's got an odd head. I've got to be straight with you. Like that, he's not just as red. Like he's got, like he has this very triangular Mohawk. But, like I don't think he's an odd. He can play though.
0: Odd. Like he, like you said, he can. 18 touchdowns was it for what?
1: For mm-hmm. half the season, not bad. He 2,800 yards, nine interceptions. Like, he must have been playing. How many games did he played last year? 14. 14? Wow, he's a starter. He's not a backup. <laughs> so I'm saying. He'll start He'll start somewhere in this league. Yeah, He's pretty fit for like an old, old bloke too, right? No, I am saying. He's not like every little thing. But as I said, I said this to you. Someone can go find the receipt four or five shows ago. I said it in passing, but I, I like Taylor Heineke. No, Jimmy G. No, Jimmy G. No, Jimmy G. Oh, no, Jimmy man. G. No, O'Donnell.
0: I don't know, man. It's gonna be an exciting time because I, I'm just not if they bring back Trubisky, fine, but make sure you you're only playing back up. That's it.
1: Can you do can you quickly jump into the wheel? You know how you, oh, yeah, you yeah, edit yeah. the wheel, edit yeah, the wheel, and put Andy Dalton as like everything, and then like at oh, every second one, and then just put random quarterback names around it and we'll see what the wheel tells us.
0: Right. You're gonna take me you gotta you've got to speak for like five minutes. Yeah, I'll speak for five you minutes. D- you didn't give me a chance.
1: So, uh, CD says, where does Mason land? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I think Mason's going to Chicago. Hang on. Chicago? Yeah.
0: W- what about Fields?
1: I think they, I don't know what they're going to do. I just think they're a mess. I also could see Mason at the Panthers as well. Um, right, yeah, I'll be honest. is
0: but... too time consuming. I've done five and I'm already over it. So let's spin it.
1: Okay. <laughs> You're gonna get some teams and some players. What's your question? <laughs> yeah, all right, we're spinning it. Um, do the Steelers get Andy Dalton? If it lands on Andy Dalton, the Steelers getting Andy Dalton. If it lands on the on the, on the other team, the team's getting Andy Dalton. Does that make sense?
0: All right. Uh, I got some other names. Oh my goodness. Oh, you know what it says? It says your choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Race
1: spin. Race spin. Race spin.
0: Okay. So does he even want to play next year? Green Bay, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, yeah. I actually did see that too. Yeah. Because, well, they, they still have Jordan Love there, don't they? Yeah. Yeah.
1: There we well. go. Well, that was exciting. Any, anything else you, else you wanted to talk through before we wrap uh, up this week?
0: So. Not overly, you put me on the spot, nearly and I was going to fill out thirty different party names. I couldn't even. Th- I put in. I put in Dalton, 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 Mason Rudolph, Big Ben, and then I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, no, I think I'm good. I just want to say, yeah, uh, for the direction of the of the the podcast, we'll be on for the next three weeks on BTSC. Um So, if you guys on audio, check us out on on YouTube. Uh, I think next week we'll do a video so You guys can can, can sub and stuff like that. But we wish everyone the luck, luck from BTSC in ourselves too. Uh, it's going to be a good time, and it's going to be a good transition uh, for the next uh, three weeks. We're going to have a look. We'll have a lot of fun over the next three weeks, I reckon.
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent. And yeah, I just, I just want to reiterate um, for all listeners, particularly if you missed the start of the show, but you gathered wind that we're, you know, we're going to be creating. You know, it's going to, it's going to be still as touching under. It's going to be its own YouTube channel. Um, from mid-Feb onwards, but we, we're going to be storm BTC BTSC to close out the month um, with the rest of the – we're riding out with the crew, right? We're all riding out together from the BTSC podcast platform. Um, but there's some awesome content coming your way, everything you love from pizza podcasts to the wheel. Like Mark and I are even talking about doing a special 10-minute wheel show each week where you guys can email in the questions and we'll put it to the wheel. Um, but we want to make – like, there's going to be a lot of fun that's still going to be had. It's going to be the exact same show. You're just going to get that content um, on a different channel, with, and you're going to get more content as well. So um it's pretty exciting. We're excited about it, and it's all designed to give you guys more of what you love, and that's just talking stealers with us. And, again, sure. I, I only I would only say one other thing too. Mark and I have also investigated how we might be able to get some of you guys involved through the off-season too and the new channel too. So that's something we're looking forward to, you know, Particularly, like the long time listeners, um, and there's a lot of us, a lot of them, you know, in the live chat right now. But
0: um, you have to speak in an Australian accent, it's the only way you get on, otherwise, you can't come on. No, I'm sorry, I'm not kidding. I want you to hear if you talk an American accent, you're gone, you're blocked.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, Mark and I will be having some discussions. (laughs) <laughs> but I uh, no, I agree. You gotta, you're gonna. There's gonna be some sort of. You're gonna to have to earn your keep. There's gonna be some sort of Aussie question or something like that.
0: G'day, but, um, mate. How's it going? I, my name's Jaredevil How are you? That's what I want to hear. I, I had a hear. question
1: for you, though, Mark. What's, what's your next Steelers jersey or player shirt? You know. Well,
0: I've been trying to save up for uh, Heath Miller Bumblebee for about ten years, so I'm, I'm probably going to say that. But I'm at the point now. I've got that many. I don't know if yeah, I, me too. I if I want to get any more. It's really weird. I'm in a really weird zone of like, I've got. I think like, I'm going to get birds. a
1: Pickens salute to service next year. Yeah, cool.
0: But do you know what I mean? I Like, don't feel salute like, to service. like do I need, like, it's material stuff, right? Do I need that much yeah, stuff yeah, or I should really. I go and buy some fuel, <laughs> you know, or like, like, or uh, buy don't know
1: or what you mean. 100%. I know what you mean. On
0: I want to get, I do want to get a, uh, a Heath Miller Bumblebee though. I think it'd be be fantastic. So that may be in the cards, but probably before the season if I do anything.
1: I want a Batman uh, jersey as well. I should have got oh, that the. Right? Yeah, I really like them. I want them yeah. to bring that back as like a heritage jersey because they're going to look really good, short sleeve. Like,
0: yeah, it, it, that's a, that's a big question. But I've got, you know, of course, you gave me the terrible towel the other day too. About eight of those, uh, I've got, I think, seven, eight jerseys, countless T shirts that I'm not wearing now. But uh, uh <laughs> <Jay> Devil's, <laughs> up <for it. laughs> Devil's
1: up for it. He's like, I'm ready, I'm primed and ready. G'day,
0: mates. This is G Devil from uh, from America. That's what you are going to sound like, right? I want to hear it. That's the only way you can
1: it Always first in the live chat, except when just me beats him. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, look, so good to be back with everyone. So excited about what's to come as well. Steeler fans, on the audio side, you'll have to check this out on the YouTube side as well. Um, Yeah, enjoy the Senior Bowl, if that's your thing. Uh, The next week we're leading up into Super Bowl, you'll hear all sorts of things. And that's kind of cool as well, if you think about it. With Super Bowl week, all the top players are down, uh, you know, around that game. There's all these interviews. You find out things about the season, uh, all the rest of it. pick it? will be front and center. Oh, all. yeah. I'll tell
0: you what. I'll tell you what I found out. Mika Fitzpatrick can play dodgeball. That was obvious, though, isn't it? He, he's a good player, man. He can catch. Look, he he can did really throw. well
1: the dodgeball, not last year, the previous year. I think he came, like, third or fourth. And the AFC team crap. He,
0: he can obviously – he can catch, he's fit, and mm. he can throw the football, and he knows how to play. He, he's a good player.
1: Miles Jackson – no, Miles sorry. Minka Fitzpatrick is the type of guy that like you could pick him in any sport, and he's. Gonna I was going to say all.
0: you could do anything right. He's like, oh, but you know what they
1: should do? You know what they should do? So in Australia a few years back to close that show, they had a sports show where they grabbed different sports people from. Like they had like um, like F one drivers, they had AFL players here, cricketers, basketball, like every different sport. There was a different rep, and they all did these general sports challenges across the sports of them all. To see who was the best, the best, the most athletic guy. We had a uh, rugby league player called Billy Slater, who'd be like a really, really good slot receiver in the in the um, NFL. Anyway, I'm not a fan of him because he was a bit of a grub player. But any like in the in the sport, but he's an incredible athlete, and he won this thing. They called called it Rexona, which is like a deodorant brand here. Uh, it's called. I think it's Ace in America. It's the same logo. I think is it Ace in America? You know the one, Mark.
0: Nah, I think Ace is Lynx. We call it Links, and they well, they call it Ace.
1: Oh, there's a not. There is a name though. It's got. It's a bit like a, a bit like a tick. Anyway, they you guys have the same brand. It's just a different name. You know the Rexona Sports Challenge, and um, yeah, he killed it. I'd love to see them do one in America like that.
0: Yeah, well, Mink is the guy that can play pretty much play anything. He's a he's just a, an all rounder, pretty much. Let's see.
1: That's it. All right. Well, the, I think that, is that it? Are we done? That's it. That closes out <laughs> this week's Steelers <laughs> touch down under. I'm Matty Peverill, back with Marky D as always. Go Steelers!